Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Culips. You're listening to Catchword, which is our series for intermediate and advanced English learners, where we teach you idioms or phrasal verbs or expressions. That will help improve your English listening and speaking. And today I'm joined by my trusty co-host Cassie. Hello, Cassie. Hi, Andrew, and hi, listeners. So, everyone, we've got a great vocabulary lesson lined up for you today. The topic is how to talk about comedy and laughing. And Andrew and I will teach you two idiomatic expressions that are perfect to use when you're talking about funny people or funny things that make you laugh. Yes, that is right. And the two key expressions that we'll teach you in this episode, everyone, are to have you in stitches, or sometimes we say to be in stitches. Both are okay. Both mean the same thing. So to have you in stitches, the first expression. And the second expression is to crack you up. To crack you up. And I love laughing. I love funny things. I love comedy. So I use these idioms all the time when I'm describing funny people and funny things. So I think they're a great pair of expressions to add to your vocabulary, everyone. And we'll learn about them here in just a moment. Exactly. Before we get started with this lesson, I do want to let you guys know that there is a transcript and study guide for this episode available to all Culips members. We've designed the practice exercises that are in the guide specifically to teach you the important parts of this lesson that will help build your English fluency and help your English sound natural. To learn about all the details and to become a Culips member, and get the study guide, visit Qlips.com. And of course, we want to say a huge thank you to all of the Qlips members out there who support what we do here and keep allowing us to make new episodes and English lessons for everyone each and every week. Of course, guys, we really, really do appreciate the support and we couldn't do it at all without you. But with that being said, I think it's time to jump in here and get started with our lesson for today. So the first expression, as I mentioned earlier, is in stitches, in stitches. And we usually use it in a longer phrase. So we could say, I'm in stitches. We could use it with be verb. We could use it with have me in stitches. So somebody can have you in stitches. Like, Cassie, if you're really funny and I'm laughing a lot, I can say, oh, Cassie, you had me in stitches. We can use it like that as well. But maybe we should start with breaking this down a little bit, Cassie, because some of our listeners might not know what a stitch is and how it relates to laughing. Because <laughs> it is kind of a weird expression when I think about it. So could you tell us what is a stitch or what are stitches? Yeah, so stitches... Honestly, there's kind of two kinds that come to my mind. The first is if you get uh, significantly injured, like um, you cut yourself and your skin is opened and you need it closed, then you would have uh, a doctor sew stitches into your skin to close that wound. 
Exactly. So if you cut yourself and the cut is too big for it to heal naturally, then you have to go to the emergency room and the doctor will stitch you up, will sew your skin back together with a kind of medical grade thread, <laughs> I suppose. Personally, I've never had stitches before. Cassie, have you ever had stitches from some kind of medical accident or something, some injury? I did, but I was, um, how old? Two years old? It was right on my forehead. I still have the scar. Uh-huh. Classic. Yeah, those little kids running around, bumping into things. <laughs> yep. Okay, so stitches, then we can call this kind of medical treatment, but it's also used when we're talking about clothing and sewing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. So yeah, it's the same concept when you're using thread to put two pieces of fabric together. Each time you put the needle into the clothes and then pull it back out, that is called one stitch. That's a stitch. So then, Cassie, why do we use this word and this expression in stitches, stitch, stitches, to talk about laughing and things that are really funny? Honestly, um, I relate this stitches to another definition, which is side stitches. Mm -hmm. And that is this feeling of pain that you get in like your abdomen, your like torso area when you overexert yourself, like when you run for too long of a time mm. or uh, yeah, when you breathe too heavily. So it's a little bit different than these needle stitches. But when I think of the term, you know, uh, like something so funny, I'm in stitches. It's that same feeling like you've laughed so hard that your torso uh, kind of hurts and you have these side stitches. You've laughed so hard, uh, your body hurts. Okay, that's so interesting because the way that I've always visualized this expression is that when you're in stitches, it's like you're laughing so hard that your stomach or your sides like, you know, when you laugh really hard, you kind of can feel that pain in your stomach, right? Like it almost hurts a little bit. Hmm. I've always imagined that it's like your stomach is going to explode and you're in stitches to try and keep your stomach from exploding. It's like the stitches have been put in there to keep you together so that you don't explode. Uh, totally different. Yeah, totally different. I, that's funny. But your explanation almost makes more sense to me. But at the end of the day, then the key point here, listeners, is that this expression in stitches means to really, really, really find something funny and be laughing so hard that it feels like almost painful, right? And it's almost like you can't catch your breath. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah, like, that. like you're like breathing too heavily. So funny. You can't even talk. Yeah, you can't talk and you can't even really grab a hold of yourself. It's almost like this reaction that's impossible to control. This is being in stitches. Well, Andrew, should we take a listen to our first example conversation? Yeah, let's do it now. So what are you doing this weekend? Uh, this weekend, my sister and her husband are in town. So we're planning to meet up and grab some dinner together. That sounds nice. Yeah, I actually can't wait. It maybe sounds a little bit weird, but I love hanging out with my brother-in-law. 
The guy's a blast. He's super funny, and he has me in stitches every time we get together. That's so great. Actually, my brother-in-law is the total opposite. He's so mind-numbingly boring. I'm practically falling asleep at the dinner table. I'm not sure what my sister sees in him. Anyway, enjoy your time with your family. Yeah, thanks. I will. So in this example, we hear two friends talking about their brothers-in-law, and they were totally different people. One of the brothers-in-law was really fun and interesting and exciting and a hilarious guy, and the other one was mind-numbingly boring. <laughs> mind-numbingly <laughs> boring, which means very, very boring, right? So boring that it puts your mind, your brain to sleep, makes it feel numb. The funny guy, when he was being talked about, he was described as being able to get his brother-in-law in stitches every time they get together. The guy said, he has me in stitches every time we get together. So that just means that when those two brothers-in-law spend time together, uh, it's just a really enjoyable time and one of them is so funny and the other one laughs a lot when they spend time with each other. Exactly. Perfect. Okay, well, let's take a listen to the second example with this expression in stitches right now. Have you met the new hire in the design department yet? No, I haven't. Today's her first day, right? What's she like? Oh my God, you're gonna love her. She's a real character. I only met her briefly, but she had me in stitches right away. That's perfect. We really need someone like that in this office to lighten up the mood. I'm going to go over and introduce myself. I can't wait to meet her. Okay, yeah, see you later. Okay, in this example conversation, we have two coworkers discussing a new hire, which is a new co-worker that has just joined the design department. And it turns out that this new hire, this new co-worker has a really great personality. You know, it's her first day, but she's already putting her co-workers in stitches. She has such a jovial, funny character that even on her first day, she's making a great impression and making everybody laugh. It's not an easy thing to do to get your brand new co-workers in stitches on the first day on the job. Exactly. That's incredible. One of the expressions that we heard in that example is that talking about that new coworker, one of the speakers said, she's a real character. She's a real character. What does it mean if we call somebody a character? Like he's a character or she's a character. What does that mean? It means like she has a really unique an interesting personality. Mm -hmm. Very different than most people, right? Like really unique. And it could be in many different ways. We could almost say that if somebody's like really mean and grumpy and negative in a special way, we could say oh, that person's a real character, right? Meaning like their personality is pretty bad. But also like in that example, we heard about somebody who's so funny and we said, oh, she's a real character. So it can go either way. It just means the person's personality is very unique in some manner. 
Yeah, they uh, definitely leave an impression. Exactly, exactly. Why don't we move on to the second key expression for this episode, which is to crack someone up. To crack someone up. Now, I could say it cracks me up, it cracks you up, it cracks him up, cracks her up, right? We can change it depending on who we're talking about. But to crack someone up, Cassie, if I were to say, uh, you really crack me up, you really crack me up, what does that mean? It means you're hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So Cassie, if I say, oh, Cassie, you really crack me up, it means that Cassie, you are a really hilarious, funny person. So I have to ask, what comes to your mind when you hear this expression? I wonder if we have the same visual image in our head with this one. Honestly, for this one, I don't know why, but I just imagine like you just start erupting in laughter, like your mouth cracks open and you start laughing. I don't know, like <laughs> spontaneous laughter because something's so funny. Right. It's almost like how we were mentioning before within stitches, when you start laughing and it's uncontrollable, it's like your expression breaks, right? You can't maintain uh, just a, a neutral expression. Like the laughter appears everywhere in your body. Maybe you start moving up and down and breathing differently and smiling largely. And maybe your face turns a little bit red too, right? So it's like you can't <laughs> control yourself. It's like you're fixed body position cracks and you've lost all control to the laughter. I think that's the kind of thing that I think about with this expression. Mm. I can say that I use this expression, you crack me up or to crack you up, uh, a lot more than in stitches. Yeah, that is a great point. Me as well. I think this one is much, much more common. In stitches, you know, you'll hear it from time to time and people use it from time to time, but it's not really a daily expression per se, whereas to crack you up is used all the time and it's a very, very common expression. So it's a great one to know and maybe one that isn't really obvious on the surface when you see it. It doesn't really look like it's going to mean to laugh a lot and to be really funny, but indeed that is what it means. So I think now is the perfect time to take a listen to a couple of conversation examples with this expression. So why don't we do that right now? Let's do it. Ugh, I had the most embarrassing bus ride to work today. Really? What happened? So I was listening to this podcast and it was just so funny. It just cracked me up and I started laughing uncontrollably. All of the other passengers just started staring at me and were probably thinking I was crazy or something. Oh, that's happened to me before too. You know, these days I don't even listen to comedy podcasts on public transportation. It's too dangerous. Oh, I might have to start doing that too. I'll save the comedy for only when I'm in the car. Let me know that podcast, though. If it's that funny, I want to take a listen to it. Of course. I'll text you the info. So in that example, we heard about a woman who laughed a lot while she was riding the bus. She was listening to a comedy podcast while riding the bus, and the podcast cracked her up. 
It made her laugh uncontrollably while she was on the bus. And she was embarrassed because of that, because, you know, it's kind of funny if suddenly out of the blue, just randomly, somebody starts laughing uncontrollably when they're by themselves. <laughs> I think we could all imagine this situation. You'd be like, what? What's so funny? Why is this person laughing? Hmm. It's a little bit strange. Cassie, has this ever happened to you before? Have you ever heard something like while you were on the subway or on the bus that made you crack up? No, but I think I've done this before. Not like a lot of laughter, but definitely one or two loud chuckles that had people staring at me a little crazily. <laughs> this has definitely happened to me before. And in fact, this is my own personal rule. There are some really funny podcasts that I love listening to, but I never listen to them on the subway or on the bus anymore because they're just too funny. And uh, I start laughing and, and smiling on the bus and it's a little bit embarrassing. So <laughs> no more comedy on public transportation. This is my own personal rule, in fact. <laughs> Listeners, take it to heart. <laughs> yes. I've been saved a little bit by the pandemic, though, because now when I ride the bus or the subway, I always wear a mask and I can kind of hide mm. my smile behind the mask. So I've started sneaking some comedy podcasts back into my listening. But anyways, uh, why don't we move on to one final conversation example with this expression to crack somebody up. Okay. You know that stand-up comedian Ricky Gervais? He's coming to town next month for a show, and I was thinking of buying tickets. You want to go? Uh, I'm not really sure. Do you actually think he's funny? I think he's kind of a jerk and not really funny at all. No way. That guy cracks me up. He's hilarious. Eh, he's not really my style, so I'll skip it this time, but you should ask Jeff if he wants to go with you. He's a big Ricky Gervais fan. Really? I didn't know that. I'll ask him then. Okay, in this example conversation, one guy invites his friend to a Ricky Gervais stand-up comedy show and she turns him down. She is not interested in Ricky's sense of humor. While he cracks some people up, he makes some people laugh. Uh, he really offends others. You know, a lot of people have different tastes in humor, and it didn't match this girl's sense of humor. Mm -hmm, exactly. So for listeners who don't know, Ricky Gervais is a comedian from the UK, and he's pretty controversial. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Me, personally, sometimes I think he's quite funny, and sometimes I don't. So yeah, I do agree that he's pretty polarizing. Uh, but <laughs> the reason why I included him in this episode, it was actually the Ricky Gervais podcast that made me crack up on the bus and stop <laughs> listening to, to comedy on <laughs> public transportation. So I think these two examples, Cassie, they kind of inspired each other, maybe. <laughs> I like it. Okay, guys. Well, we hope that you liked this episode and that is going to bring us to the end 
of it. So thank you for listening today. We hope you were able to learn a lot with us here today. And good job on getting in your daily dose of English listening practice and vocabulary practice. Of course, you guys are doing exactly what you need to do to get better with your English fluency. So keep up the great work. Andrew and I taught you two idiomatic expressions today about how to talk about funny people and funny things. Now it's your turn to practice using these expressions. You can practice by making some example sentences and leaving them on our discussion forum or comment section on our website, qlips.com. If you enjoy QLips and find it useful for helping you build your English skills, we would love it if you could support us by leaving a five-star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app, by following us on Instagram or YouTube, or by telling your friends who are learning English to check us out. We'll be back with another brand new episode soon, and we'll talk to you then. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.